Unauthorized listening of this copyrighted work is illegal and will be investigated by federal law enforcement agencies using any and all enhanced interrogation techniques, including, but not limited to, waterboarding, nudity, abdominal slap, facial squeezing, more nudity, dietary manipulation, attention grasp, cramped confinement, insult slap, tub thumping, extreme nudity, country line dancing, wailing, and water dousing. Unapproved listening of the following classified material is punishable by prison, death, or dismemberment at the discretion of the commander-in-chief. Welcome, Survivors of the Apocalypse. You've made it to the Z-Cast, your home for the zombie apocalypse, and we're glad you made it here safely. We'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 12, Mount Weather, and Episode 13, The Black Rainbow. I am Brad, and joining me on this adventure through Z-Nation are... Susan. And Rhiannon. And Sarah Coates, a.k.a. Pie Girl. And if you love some zombies and like what we're doing here, do us a favor. Let everyone know on whatever social media platform you use the most. If you can retweet us, share us, blog us, or any other way you can get the word out there, we'd really appreciate it. Not only will it help the guide to Survivors of Z Nation us, but it can help the show out as well. I know we got renewed for Season 5, so we're already pushing for renew for Season 6. I'm just saying. We're just going with it. <laughs> yes, woohoo! Season five. Yes. And today we have special co-guests out here. We got Sarah came out to talk with us about the season finale. Thanks for coming out. Of course. I love chatting with you guys. Thank you for having me. Susan, how can people find us? Well, after I stop coughing, <laughs> I'm almost I know. I, I'm coughing too. Maybe I caught your cough through the phone. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. We watched the nation. This I mean, is, come on. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> Call in your comments to 470-30-ZCast. That's 470-309-2278. Check out our previous episodes and leave the podcast a voicemail at znationpodcast.com. Send us Zmail at znationpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr at zcastpodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at znationpodcast. Find us on Facebook at at facebook.com slash group slash Z Nation podcast for off-season zombie fun. So the two episodes we're discussing today are Mount Weather, directed by Dan Merchant and written by Craig Engler. Team Bite Mark is in pursuit of the president's thumbs in order to stop Black Rainbow. Deep inside the secret base at Mount Weather, the group has to fight their way through a horde of zombies to find the missing president from the time of the outbreak with the help of the current president and her loyal secret service guards, Johnson and Johnson. But as with most things in the apocalypse, not all is as it seems. Black Rainbow is written by Carl and Daniel Schaefer and directed by Abram Cox. With the zombie president in tow, Team Bite Mark finally finds the secret compound that shelters Black Rainbow. Will Warren's mission save the human race or destroy it? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I think there's a, a, a few different ways we could go with that on the ending. I mean, there's it's open for, you know, there's a lot out there. Things and stuff happened. I know. So many things and stuff are happening. And it's, it's, I, what I like about it is they kind of leave it up for interpretation and you, you don't know what is going to happen next. It's not obvious. And they usually go the route that you're not expecting. Right. <laughs> so yes. that's what was exciting for me. Uh, all I want to say is I am so glad there is a season five because this cliffhanger would have murdered me. Mm. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I Same. I was like, what is happening i and i was standing next to keith while we watched this ending and one he looks great red can we say that (laughs) (laughs) very true very true that thing blowing up and i i kind of i kind of hope that the producers and writers are like how can we make keith mad (laughs) we had like kind of a season where he didn't have to go in early and get all this makeup on and i kind of love that they're like you know what 
we're gonna we're gonna make it difficult for you again. But yeah. I that shot at the end was so beautiful with Keith and Doc next to each other, and I loved how Sarge jumped on 10K and made out with him. <laughs> so hysterical. But it just I love the idea of the reset. What do you guys think? I well yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. I didn't like Sarge jumping 10K <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah. It's the end I of the apocalypse. You gotta jump somebody. I, I mean, like I understand it's the it, art. I get that it's oh yeah, totally. But I mean I get that it's the end of the apocalypse. I mean, the end of the world. This is your last few seconds, but I just felt like it was unearned like dramatics i guess and i'm such a red fan i love red and 5k i love that little family unit that was a 10k and i had so much emotion invested in them that when red disappeared and what was episode two Mm -hmm. one or two yeah um i've just been waiting for her reappearance so it's kind of like i always felt like i was defending my girl like when sarge jumped on 10k i was like wait a minute (laughs) i love it same i just thought it was it was in such a dramatic moment for me, yeah. it was such a moment of comedy that I was not expecting. I was like, it's oh, such wow. a nation oh, okay. moment, but I, I yeah, absolutely, but me personally with my, I, I don't, I thought my one complaint about this season, I don't feel like I still know Sarge that well. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know her that well. So, um, but I know red. So I was defend. I, I mean, I yeah. feel like I had and to they defend do, my girl, trust you know? Sarge. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, a testament to a good show is when you, when you have these feelings for people, you're like, Oh, I am on that person's team and I don't know about this new person yet. So yeah, I, I felt kind of the same way. I was, I, I didn't from watching it, um, not thinking of like, when's my character coming back, but from just watching it as a fan of the show, um, there's a mystery about her that I hope that they, explore in the next season and I hope that something crazy comes of it. I have a feeling that they just have an opportunity to make it really uh-huh. good if they just take her somewhere crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, when I don't know about y'all, but when she she like let's talk about Mount Weather, when confronted with a choice between the current president of the United States and Team Bartmark, she chose the current president of the United States until she had her epiphany. But in that moment, I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. Like, I was okay with her being the turncoat. I was okay with her going bad. So uh-huh. when I felt that way, and I saw a lot of other people talking about it on Twitter, it's like it showed like we really didn't have the emotional investment in her that we would have felt betrayed by it. We were just like, oh, okay, that's a cool twist. You know, because so... um I guess my oh, challenge yeah. to Carl would be to go more further with her because I, I think we still ended the season with her as an enigma. I don't know. What do y'all think? See, I don't know. I, I thought, I you know, I didn't really know if I could trust her because she switched sides there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? You, you've been with this group for that long and you don't trust Lieutenant Warren? But she's enough not. To, she, well, I think she's basically she's. She's a Marine. That's what she knows. She was rescued by the Marines from the back of a trunk of a car. And she kind of grew up basically with Henry Rollins as her like father figure as the Marine. So she's led into that whole thing. She's been in the service. She's listening to the chain of command. And it kind of sort of makes sense for me the way that she was more into it. She's only been with them for a few months now. I mean, she lived this life the entire time. So Mm -hmm. if she's diehard... um, um, soldier, like you know, they portrayed her as. It sort of made sense for me why she would go and say, "Okay, I'm going to listen to the president of the United States because that's who I swore, you know, I swore service to the country. I'm supposed to listen to my commander in chief, and this is the person in charge." Whereas, also mm-hmm. Warren was, you know, in the military also, so theoretically, her <laughs> she should kind of go that route as well. But we know she left a reservation a long time ago on that. After yeah. you know, with mm-hmm. getting Murphy to. Uh, the West Coast. After that, she kind of quit the whole military thing, basically. Plus, Warren is goddess, so <laughs> <laughs> she outranks everyone. Right. I, Absolutely. I, just, I yeah, I worship at the shrine of Roberta Warren, whether she's a brunette or a blonde. I just I don't, I don't care either. She's so she looks great, amazing. She's an incredible actor. She's like this character that she's created in 
you know, it, it's, I, I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I worship her, Kalita and, and Lieutenant Warren. They're both amazing. So if I were Sarge, I would have fallen in line with, oh my God, I'm absolutely going to follow Roberta Warren. But, uh-huh. you know, that's not what she did. I get, I get why she followed as a president, but then, yeah, it didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't as offended as I think I would have wanted to be. Like, mm-hmm. I sh- it should have been like, just yeah, a horrific thing that she did, but I was kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah, same, same here. I I did like um, the fact that the current president had no thumbs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's, that's like that's, that's like my freaking nightmare as a writer, you know, losing my hands or my fingers, and I was like, oh my god, like that is just ridiculous. Which was our first clue. That the yellow glasses dude may not be the bat, Mr. Sunshine, right? Mr. Sunshine. Yes, Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> may not be completely in cahoots with the founder. Mm-hmm. No, I think Mr. Because Sunshine's a good guy. I think Mr. Sunshine is a good guy. I he's, he's just season. really creepy. <laughs> he's yeah, just a oh, creepy yeah. dude. Yeah. Because he, I kept thinking, okay, this is a weird thing because if he is with the founder, why would he? tase the two servicemen why would he take her thumbs because he'd be on you know especially well i'm talking about after the twist is revealed where the president's like oh hell no i'm with the founder i'm on i'm on board with the with the reset Mm -hmm. i was like okay so then mr sunshine or mr happy face or whatever his name is he (laughs) is a good guy then apparently you know so i I was like the twist and turns of the final two episodes are like what wait Wait a minute. So, well, that was intense. Well, in situations like that, like, and especially, I kind of feel like people always assume that they are the good guy. I mean, like, whatever situation you're in. So, if you were Mr. Sunshine, even if you were creating or a bad person, you would always assume that you were doing what was what was good. I even think like villains feel like they're the good guy. Do you know what I mean? And that, that's what makes it a little more interesting, but yeah, I th- I do think he's a good guy. I agree with you. Absolutely. He's a creep, but yeah, he's creepy and scary looking. Well, this, yes. this entire season, Warren has been theoretically the bad guy. Cause she's the one who wants yeah. to end the world. And we don't find that reveal until the end. So she's doing her <laughs> whatever things, you know? So yeah, we don't find out that until later. See, I suspected yeah. that. I've gone back and forth. Like, I I figured out she had been trained in VR, which Jody Benstock actually tweeted me and goes, said, Rihanna Frieder, you were right. So <laughs> I told her that. But um, it makes sense that they wiped her memory so all of this training would come out of her subconscious because if she had been aware of what she was actually doing, there's no way in hell Warren would have done it. Right. Yeah. So, and oh. it seems like there's two opposing forces coming out of uh, out of Zona, and they're aware mm-hmm. of each other. That's what I. That's what it seemed to be to me. Okay, well, let me go on my wild theory thing. I was going to save this for later. I love it. I'm just going to go ahead go. and throw this out now. So at the go. beginning of the season, we saw Mr. Sunshine, and he was doing creepy lab stuff with the burning hand. That's where we got the idea that he was a bad person, mm-hmm. and he was in control, but. We find out later it was basically Teller who was the one who, you know, had Warren uh, to go set off the Black Rainbow. Yeah. There's a key factor, that uh, key, a couple key things that happened right at the end of this episode. We had, she was there when the founder came in and he said, you know, he had met her many, or she asked if we had met and said, yeah, many times. And he came back again to talk to her. So they mm-hmm. have talked many times before. They didn't mm-hmm. say how long, but, you know, enough. And he wanted to come see her one last time, is what he said, one last time, to thank her for making the reset reality. So this is where I've lost, I, I jumped back on the clone train. Yeah, <laughs> okay? same. Because I am going with, there were other versions of Warren that they sent out that did not get to D.C., or did not get fully trained. Or something. Like, basically, mm-hmm. she was killed off on the way there <laughs> since she was on her own. And they I were able love to. love that. And 
And once this the virus kind of went bad in Zona, or did it go bad? That's a good question. Uh, they uh-huh. got Teller out, and they could have staged the whole thing for him. They got him out, and they were able to kind of hook him up with everybody else because it was you know a long time later, and that way they had a better chance of getting there. Because why would you send one person who w- is responsible for resetting the world or saving the world? Across country, by you know, you need to send a team with them. But if that's my whole, I'm back on the clone train because of that. And I think that this part of her blonde hair thing, like there's an original Warren somewhere, or the original Warren died, which is also the reason why I think the Warren that's in the plane at the end. Or maybe the original Warren is still in a coma. Exactly. You know, like maybe. Oh. Yeah, she's still somewhere, which is why I think that the original Warren, even though when she was crashing in the plane in the stealth jet, which I'll say something about that in a second. When she said, "I, you know, I give myself mercy or whatever," she's dead. That one's dead. Mm-hmm. And besides, but real Warren mm-hmm. is still somewhere in Zona. Right. And even okay. if she isn't dead, I like that. That doesn't it doesn't matter anyhow because Doc and and uh, Murphy and Tinke and Sarge are in Washington D.C. That the drone crashed in like canyons, which would have been like Colorado or somewhere like that. So it mm-hmm. made it across the the continent really quick, which could happen mm-hmm. because I know it. And I saw this also on the Twitters that people were saying, well, if this came out in, you know, 1980, how did they have this super, uh, super uh, fantastic drone? The military has aircraft that are like 20, 30, 40 years mm-hmm. ahead of what we know anyhow, like the SR-71, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Which is the fastest jet ever made was made in 1960, and we didn't know about that until like the mid 80s. So there's a good chance the drone she was in just shot across the nation, and we didn't even know about it. I mean, you know, it could have done it in like yeah. 30 minutes, and she could have been th- uh, states away. So that's why I think she's oh, dead. Absolutely. Yeah, and the drone totally crashes and hits Addie in the process. No, stop it! Leave my Addie alone. Are you such a jerk, Addie? Leave my eye alone. I I also kind of kill her. I think that she will. I hopefully she'll find her way back. She'll show up unexpectedly. I think we'll run into her again. Better. Um, What about Sun May and um, and Red? I mean, are we going to see them again? The the people who disappeared. I hope so because I know that there was an issue with like. Uh, the writer strike was coming up really quick when the season was going to start, and they had to rush through the the uh, scripts. And I know that they had issues with the tax credits and stuff in Washington mm-hmm. State. So I have a feeling yeah. that there is a lot of behind the scenes manipulation of the plot line and who we got to see and who was in the cast of characters and stuff like that. Yes, it was but, very uh, political. That's all I can say. It, but the you prob- know, it was just mm-hmm. oh, the and they want that- to give the people what they want. Yeah, yeah. The problem with that as a fan is there was a, we took a huge hit with our diversity. Um, Even though we Mm -hmm. still had Warren in the mix, we lost our Asian Americans. We lost our bisexual representation, our LGBT representation. And, you know, and I know that a lot of the younger kids really took to 5k because they got to see a kid in the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. So I hope they find a way to resolve that in season five, even if it means switching out characters episode to episode rotating them out because I definitely felt a loss of those characters in a very deep way. So like I said, to the point with like where a funny moment with Sarge jumping on 10 K, I actually didn't find it funny. I found it offensive because I'm out holding out hope for my girl, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, and I oh, love really? Sun May too. And I would love it if Sun May is the one who finds the real Warren because I'm convinced that, that the Warren we saw through this whole thing was a clone. And also, Brad, remember when she was she was up on that uh, that uh, tower mm-hmm. and she saw the gloved hand? She goes, how can I remember being here when I've never been here? Well, because it was the feedback from the other clone. The, yeah, that's what I'm going with. I mean, yeah, I got yeah, off of totally. that train at one point in time. And in this episode, I'm like, nope, totally. That's yeah. <laughs> what it is. Because I oh, scaled yeah. back from the clone theory and now I'm totally on board with the clone theory. <laughs> and I don't know. I love I, the I clone theory. I couldn't really see if that she ever did switch out the canisters, so I don't know if Doc's fried or not, but I can't believe they'd kill him off. I yeah, can't believe they'd kill Murphy. I there really were two no. canisters, and so, I mean, she got in there the first time, put in a blue and a red, and then when she got in the second time, she switched out the red. 
Okay, so, she did. Yeah, so I, I don't know if, if this black rainbow is going to, like, kill everybody or if it's a vaccine. We'll find mm-hmm. out in season five. I was wondering yeah. if Mr. Sunshine was putting a vaccine into the uh, into the thing, like a zombie vaccine, yeah. because it did something weird to to Murphy. That's right. Sure. It turned Murphy red, so maybe you know it is compatible with the with the vaccine. Then, if it did that to him, oh, that would be so cool. And hey, what if it brought? People back to life. Oh gosh! Uh, oh, like a certain uh, Serena. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I want you to know that every, yes. when we had Dan on and we had Jody on, we were pitching uh, uh, various ways to bring you back. By the way, yeah, mm-hmm. we did pitch again. That's with Jody. why because you guys are my favorite. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of. <laughs> so I think it's so funny. Oh. David Lott was like, there, you're coming down a little sick. <laughs> and I'm like, but I love the show. I love my career. Deal with it. Um, but I love the idea of a, a cure. And then, like, what life would look like for a little bit after people were cured. And then, you know, drug tests never, you know, go the way you really expect them to. So mm-hmm. then it could be something else that happens. It could just, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I love the idea of bringing back the diversity in the show. I totally agree with you. There has to be, what's so amazing about the show is there were so many strong women mm-hmm. that weren't dying and that weren't, were, you know, representing people that normally are represented. And then, yeah, they need to bring those, they need to bring them back. Yeah, that's why I love that. Oh no, what were you gonna say? Because every time, if you watch the Twitter feed, like every time there was the end of an episode, everyone would be like, "That was a good episode." But where's Red, Five K, you know, Addy and Sun? You know, every Mm -hmm. single time that was, and that was my feeling too. Like, yeah, that was good, but where are my, you know, and um, yeah, where are my people? And I think there's a lot more going on than we like in the show itself, like in the like the episode where they had to keep doing all those trials and tests and they were working their way deeper into that facility. I actually thought they were going to run into Red and the others there, but I was disappointed when they didn't. Um, But there's obviously other powers at play. So I can buy into the fact that so maybe those other powers have absconded with you know, Red and Addie and Sun, but I want them to come back because Sun is important. Sun's a scientist. She can help. So Mm -hmm. that's my thought. We need that. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think the reset is? Is this too early to talk about it? Oh, no. I mean, it's my other theory on on the the vaccine cure of the reset, which would throw us into the next season. All right, the vaccine goes out. We cured everybody of becoming a zombie when they died. Doesn't uh-huh. do anything to the ones we already got walking around. But yeah. when you die, you're not going to come back as a zombie. Well, I think it'll be some other kind of, you know, they'll create a new kind of zombie because, I mean, the Madsies were new. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, maybe the, the zombies that are already out there will turn into something different. Yeah, or something like that. But, you know, if somebody dies, they're not going to become a zombie. I mean, that could be the cure of their, like, their cure would have lasted with a lot more people. And I like that idea of zombie stories. I mean, like, let's go with that as we're after, we're eight years into the apocalypse and we have some, you know, the zombies start dying off. I like that idea of how is civilization, like, rebooting? How how are things going back? You know, so, okay. I gotta get will in. There be now. another time jump. I've got a. I've got another. I got another thing though for you. There were two resets. Okay, so we have one with Mr. Sunshine that might have been the vaccine or a cure, and then we have the other one where it kills everything except the Zona people. But if there's a mix out there, what if it does bring people back to life? A lot of people would die instantly because they would have mortal wounds on them. Oh would, yeah, they would have be been awesome. stabbed. They would have been shot. They would have been bitten. They would have been eaten. They would have been eviscerated. They would have been pull, pulled in half, and all of a sudden they come back to life and then they die. So, well, and how if, creepy is that thought? Hmm, that is, yeah. And then also beyond that, what about would or it have stuck the in a wheel same, of cheese? 
<laughs> how did I get out of the wheel of cheese, right? And then there's the other there's concept the of uh, well, how would it affect the Mad Z's and the Blasters and the Plant Z's? I mean, would yeah. it affect them? I mean, you could bring people like let's say there are people who just got a bite on the arm and locked themselves in their house and they come back to life, they'll live, right? And then there's the people who got yeah. torn apart, they'll die. So then you have let's say a little bit of a new population. But what if it doesn't affect the other kinds of zombies? Then you would still have an apocalypse on your hands. So there's a lot of different ways they could go. I mean, personally, I think if they dropped a vaccine on all the zombie hordes, what a horrible freaking death to have, right? (laughs) Obviously, to come back to life and then die instantly. You also got to look at the... Go ahead, sir. Oh, I was going to say, I truly don't think that they, like normal human beings, I mean, they are the minority like there's going to be new species of things happening Mm -hmm. especially if they drop the vaccine what really does that mean are the people you know were the are are people going to be blue are there going to be lots of murphy you know like what does there there are so many options of what that means because i truly believe that the human race as we know it is going is is extinct right is going extinct the people last season who were Murphy um, hybrids, mm-hmm. maybe they'll all turn red, like yeah. humans now. Well, we, have, Murphy. we have the <laughs> right, rest of the world out there, yeah. also. I mean, we know that when Sun came over here, she said basically, you know, everything was dead back where she came from. But the Black Rainbow not only wipes out what would, would affect the U.S., but it ends up affecting the whole entire world. Yes. So we would we're we're either destroying the whole entire world and starting over again because the first thing you didn't want the the Ruskies to come over and take over everything. Yeah. Very 1980, perfectly done. Um, mm-hmm. But if you cured everything, you still have the same. I mean, we have all these other nations that we could kind of talk about a little bit. You know mm-hmm. how they could come into yeah. play at some point. I mean, it, there's certain areas that could show up. I mean, we could see that at some point also. There's so many different directions they can go with it because they don't confine themselves to just one type of zombie story. They really do explore the full gamut of insanity that a post-apocalyptic world and mad science could, could give you, which is one of the reasons why I really like mm-hmm. C Nation. Mm-hmm. I think that the only problem I had with these two episodes and the season as a whole is that there were too many questions offered up and not enough answers which is a very lost thing to do but even people burned out on lost so i think one of the things they need to do in season five is come back and start giving us solid answers to a lot of this stuff i mean i appreciated that the question the questions that they proposed i thought they were were good you know like what's really happening with Warren? What really is Black Rainbow? Are these different groups out there? Like the one that's in that one building that's enslaving people and people from Zona, they're trying to reach something. What are they up to? What is Mr. Sunshine up to? I, I wanted more answers out of this season finale and it was good. It was exciting. But in the aftermath, even though I liked it, I, I was left going, not enough answers this season. <laughs> I think um, that's my only complaint. <laughs> That's my only complaint. There was just a lot of cool questions, but not a a lot of answers. And hopefully the fact that they do get the next season now that they'll feel more comfortable to be able to answer them. Instead of just like like rushing storytelling at the end to be like, shit, we need to wrap all this up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. I think that they had good episodes. I mean, we had some of the best episodes of the entire show this season. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, we had episodes, more episodes than usual that I would be okay skipping when I rewatch the season. You know, yeah. so so it's it was kind of the best and the worst of Z Nation in one season. But I'm so glad we have season yeah. five because I do love the show so much. Well, we had that um, great flashback and, episode with the newscaster, oh, which was God, an amazing so episode. And then, and then that was lot, followed up yeah. by the sketchy and skeezy episode, which was okay. But it was just filler. It didn't really add anything to it other than they're still alive. But it was one of those things like awesome episode, pretty good episode. But, you know, it was a toss-up thing. But that, that yeah. flashback episode with the uh, newscaster, 
that was just some amazing stuff there. That was such a great episode. I think it's, so it's not the best episode of the entire series. It's one of them. Hmm. I mean, that was my mom, who's 80 years old, literally screamed, no, at the TV screen when we saw that the newscast girl didn't make it. So oh, <laughs> this is a I lot. She was so sad. She's like, she didn't yeah. make it. No. So. <laughs> Oh, that makes me so happy. I know. Me too. Um, one of the things about the Mount Weather episode, um, was there a continuity issue, Brad? Because I thought the president during the outbreak was a woman. It was. The president yeah, during the woman, woman was a woman. It was a different woman. And what happened here in Mount Weather is what you call the Battlestar Galactica effect. See, everybody is killed off except for one person way on down the line who is not uh, Laura Roslin. I'm just saying that was not her. <laughs> she's not. She's not. But yeah, she's like 14th in succession or some way down the line. You know, that's how it. Yeah, like happened. the Secretary of Education or something. Like, <laughs> right. right. Does, you know, doesn't know how to run a country, but can help. And yeah. Yeah. Rosalind was the Secretary of Education. That was the whole thing. Adama's like, no, you're not the president. But yeah, that's how that happened. It would. It just. Everybody just kept dying off, and it's like, next, next, next. And then, like she said, at that point, if she dies, then, like, one of the Johnsons was in charge. <laughs> right. That's so, so funny. The one of the Johnsons is my good friend. Oh, really? <laughs> they, they were funny. They were so funny. Yes. But, they were so okay. good. But the president that they ended up using was a male president who kept wanting to push that button really bad. Didn't you notice that? <laughs> he really wanted to push the button. Um, so does that mean that that was the last time they recorded anything before everything fell apart? Or is that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. He, he, well, okay. In, in episode some... one, we had a female president. And sometime after that, we had this guy became okay. president, but they were still able to transfer all the codes so and he, things he, over to him. He basically Maybe would have been vice president. vice president. And yeah. yeah. Um, our, the president that we had in season one was President Lindsey Barton. Just there you go for what okay. that means. <laughs> and she was the one who signed the emergency executive order, specifically Section 7, that resulted in Alvin Murphy receiving the injection that made him what he is today. That's right. Although, and that's what they said, although she was dead when the injection was administered because they talked about that. And I'm looking at the Z Nation wiki. So I'm not remembering. Okay. This is so not in my this head. This guy was probably her vice president or right. something. And so okay. basically she was just, I mean, she signed it, but yeah, it's still in effect and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so, I thought it was funny that when he kept trying to push the damn button. <laughs> <laughs> it's really commentary <laughs> yeah. it's like he really wants to push that that little z president wants to take everybody out um and i also like the way he was mooning over murphy that was very funny yeah well that was the, another show that murphy has some of his powers back or something yeah because as a zombie the he, the, the zombie president was not trying to eat anybody no, no, he was right. really infatuated with Murphy. Right. And not Murphy that... is not a bloodhound. No. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he was, he wouldn't admit it. No. Ever. Yeah. And I'm curious what these this red stuff will do to him. Yeah. If if you know, if anything. And I hope hopefully it does do something. I think we just need some kind of one you're right answers. And then maybe a new mission. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, what's going to be funny is everyone's going to think Murphy's the freaking devil if he's red. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love maybe it. he'll turn purple, you know, because he was blue before. I don't know. I think he needs to stick with the red for a season. Kind of settle on purple. <laughs> I, would really I would love if he had, like, if he bumped his head or something and he grew two little horns. <laughs> 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 Let's get two knots on your head, and then you're like, "I look like a devil." <laughs> I just hope they never do do away with the 10k Murphy hate. I just love it too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would oh, yeah. really like to see it just next season. Um, you know, we kind of wrap up the fact that we didn't destroy the entire world. Things just happened with the Black Rain or whatever, and then 
Doc and and Murphy and Dinke and Sarge, they're just heading to New America and run into Warren, who goes, what do you mean we went to D.C.? That's what I want. (laughs) Oh, that would be brutal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, whoa. She has no idea. uh, And no idea that Lucy died. Right. Has no idea who, who Sarge is or, yeah. Or if they rescue her from Zona, I still want to see a war with Zona. Well, I think I mean, we still have if, that. if that whole outbreak on Zona was like fake or brought under control very quickly or whatever, I would be fine with that because I still want a war with Zona. I still want to see Zona get its ass handed. And wouldn't that be, yeah, that'd be cool for like the team to like assemble yes. a ragtag group because they're like, you know what, we need to just get rid of this. And so then they bring back Hime and all the like. Addy, they bring back these people to fight yeah for like a really cool because i would love to see that because i love like a like a team getting together and like preparing for a major thing that's right. and, a trope i love in, in shows and movies so oh, I'm totally that would be it. and they could tie in sister yeah. gay and kaya and get them into it say by the way world Anybody hearing this, the these people in Zona tried to kill you. We're going after them. Come join our fight. Be a rebel. Yeah. yeah. Fight the Empire. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the rebels. There could be training montages. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Can I teach people how to shoot? Let's do that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I, I miss I Kaya in the Sky I... and Citizen Z in this in these last two episodes. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love, I love yeah. that whole family. Oh, they're so cute. Oh. <sighs> It was so good. It was so I'm, good. I'm sorry, but I ship them more than I do Murphy and Serena now. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, I was so glad sweet. when Murphy acknowledged that he had feelings for Serena. That did make me really happy. That was very sweet because they're, they're just a different breed of people. Mm. Like they, Serena and Murphy are harder to relate to <laughs> in relationships. <laughs> I'm sure there may be a few in the world like it, but... These two are that's a that's a true love. That's a sweet yeah. true love that needs to be explored and we need to see more of. I so. agree with that. So okay, so I got a little confused with how you need to confuse you? <laughs> Shush. I don't usually get confused. But they went down yeah. forty floors and then suddenly Warren is at uh, street level again with the plane. Did I miss something? <laughs> well, they went down 30 floors, so they were going to an underground bunker somewhere. That's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She took uh, an elevator. We just didn't see the elevator, basically, as well. Okay, happened. okay, um, all right. Can I can I point out that the president fell 30 floors, but yet they're killing zombies with a with a uh, um, hammer to the head? I'm just saying. that's because that zombie science thing where they just fix his limbs down there by you know straightening out his broken limbs that cracked me yep yeah oh yeah (laughs) and mad z's eating regular z's just gross well they're hungry it happens (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I get it we're gonna be running out of food soon huh yeah Um, Absolutely. Let me do this since I totally forgot about it at the beginning. We had like two voicemails that we didn't play. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let me go ahead and hit the play button on this one. This is Anthony. It should be. Hello, Zcast. This is Anthony from Upperville, Virginia, which is just about twenty minutes away from Mount Weather. That was a great season finale. That was one of the best zombie kills I've ever seen in any zombie show or anything when Tim K and Sarge shot the zombie at the same time and the bullet just blew his head up. And what did I tell you guys about Tim K and Sarge a couple weeks ago? I told you they were going to get together. And Murphy's red now. We'll have to see how that goes. We got picked up for season five. That's great news. And what was in those canisters that Warren had and then the other guy had? That's a good question. And I was expecting Doc to light up some Z-weed at the end, but I guess he <laughs> ran out. Anyway, it's been a great season. You guys did a great job putting out the show, and that's it for now. Talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye. 
All right, thanks, Anthony. <laughs> I have to admit, he's right. The 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 zombie deaths in this episode were just amazing. The exploding oh. heads were crazy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and when Warren squished that guy's head flat with the with her shield, so awesome, Ooh. so cool, so cool. Okay, we got one more uh, here from Felix, so let's hit that one up. Oh yeah. What's up, gang? This is Felix from San Antonio. My response to the season four finale, two hours. First thing was, argh, oh man, what the hell, you know. And, <laughs> and of course, in true Z Nation fashion, they answered a lot of questions, right? We got a lot of answers. But now, leading up to season five, the questions are exploded infinitely. You know, Warren, was she protected in the little capsule? Plus, she got exposed to the the cure in um, Doc 10K. Sarge, yeah, yeah, they were getting it. Hey, it's the end of the world. Um, you know, and Murphy, since he's what, red, orange, is, does he now have the cure to help people? I mean, I mean, what's going to go on next season? We don't know. But it was great, a great two hours well spent, and um, looking forward to see what else we, y'all are going to be covering in the interim, and hope you have a happy holidays, and I'll talk with you later. All right. I give you mercy. All right. Thanks a lot, Felix. I think, yeah, but a lot of that stuff we touched on already, and but yeah, we're the same way. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. and, I like his verbal like ah <laughs> how I explain things too I get it yeah I, yeah. I do think some things were answered but then in the nation fashion they left a lot of things open and a lot of things for us to actually physically go are about right. yeah I think I, we've I actually brought up more that. questions this episode than anything than the answers that we had <laughs> yeah yeah and we still have a lot of questions like you know what happened to red what happened to sun what happened to 5k I'm convinced he's still alive well we know he's still Addy. alive because that was the man that was down there at the bottom of the in in the in the um pile of uh, oh, meat that's been proven Under the that's cruise. fact yeah that's totally him yeah he and we had yeah. one more comment from uh, from Nick. He said, what a bizarre season. The vanishing army camp, foam, no Addy, red, 5K, or sun. But most disturbing of all was that bigger than the apocalypse underground bunker with the sound. I wonder what will be, I wonder if that will be the main focus next season. Yeah, I think that's a big big seed for another storyline. I think that was a, a teaser mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. That episode was so weird because we just had the sound that knocked everybody out and everybody had to, they were fighting the zombies to fix stuff as they were going through. To but go deeper, never, to find something that was. Yeah. That was down there, which makes me go, okay, this is a side project of Mr. Sunshine there's something at the bottom of this that he needs, and he really doesn't have, well, it's odd that he would do that because, you know, he cut the thumbs off the president and didn't kill her. So, yeah. I, he was also alone at the end. And remember, when he left Zona, there was a bunch of people with him. True. So maybe guys. they're there making it go. Hmm. I know who is running that um, underground bunker. I know who it is now. I just thought of it. I figured it out. It's somebody from Zona. It is... Uh, Serena's evil sister running the bunker. Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love that these seeds are planted in your guys' heads. But this is where you go. Well, that's what the nation should do. I love. You know what? And I think that's perfect. I also heard whispers. I will. I don't know what. You know, people are like, "What about alternate timelines?" Uh-huh. That's what that was said, which terrifies me and is so crazy. And I'm not saying for me, but um, just an interesting um, thing that could happen. But I like your idea, Brad. That's it. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, good Let's call throw Carl. something out there. <laughs> if all... there's cloning going on, what if they went and, you know, we know Zona was spying on Team Bite Mark for a while. If there was cloning going on, who's not to say that they went and got Serena's body and cloned her? Uh, from the from the barn, yeah, yeah, her up, 
because she still had that blood in her. I like the cloning idea. The, the Warren cloning idea, I never really thought of it until you guys. And that is blowing my mind. <laughs> well, it'd be a great way to bring back Serena because maybe they would want to breed another Lucy. And Serena and Murphy oh. made a good one the first time. Why not a second time? Oh, or they're forcing her to be like a... Like when they breed dogs, you know, that sounds oh, horrible, but like they're trying to get her to breed. <laughs> Creepy. Make another oh Lucy. Or she just comes back Lucy. and she doesn't know she's actually Serena, just somebody else. So when Murphy sees her, he goes, don't I know you? And she's like, no. <laughs> she's just really normal. Right. <laughs> Not a crazy person. She's like really uh, intelligent and well <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. I love that idea. I think it's definitely not out of reach for this show. We can, those are the things that, and if you want to think about it, and and, uh, not the Serena stuff, but like the writers listen to to Twitter. They do. They Mm -hmm. they read everything and want to know where you guys expect the show to go. So I love that fact. I truly believe you guys are the reason I get back. <laughs> we we did do that. We did an awful lot to make that happen. We just kept telling everybody, kept going. Oh my god! Just, just putting it out there, planting the seeds, and, was, and then know, they sprouted. And that's like we did with Dan and Jody when they were on. So you know who needs to come back? We could we can create we could craft the storyline for you. <laughs> And then, you know, in the musical episode, I mean, because we saw, you know, Doc and Murphy kind of dancing and killing zombies. So they could do a musical. Oh, oh. Addie Anastasia needed that from day one. Like when we first, she was just like, I need a musical episode. I need a musical episode. Because her and 10K, they're both really good singers and Keith. So that that is a must. There has to be just a hysterical musical episode in the future. Yeah. It needs to happen. Yeah. There was, and, there was a little bit They could oh, use yeah. the Duran Duran song, The Reflex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. To the reset. reset. <laughs> yeah. Z Nation um, can get away with it all. I mean, because yes. it, can, it can rip your heart out. It can completely destroy you. It can thrill you. It can frighten you. And then it can make you laugh until you're falling out of your chair. So... And it can make you really mad oh, and yeah. frustrated. It's like a family member, you know. <laughs> like, like you can say stuff about teenagers, but if someone who doesn't watch it says something, you were like, "No." You're like, uh, "How dare you? Yeah. How dare you?" Absolutely. But I think that's a testament to to the people who watch it too, because I feel like even the the callers that that their questions are so. They're so sweet and smart, and it's just every person that I've watched or that I've met that watches the show, they're just crazy, kooky, fun, intelligent people. That's why I love the show so much, because it, it, it offers something for everybody. Oh, definitely. It's, yeah, and it, there's so much out there on the show, and the mm-hmm. fans are great for it, too. Yeah! Because it makes us, I mean, as frustrating as it can be sometimes. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Um, <laughs> it can, I, I smile. I mean, it makes me smile. It doesn't make me depressed. It doesn't make me feel moody. It doesn't, you know, I really love watching it, especially because of the community online and everything. Everybody's like really into it and we're all having fun and we're all, mm-hmm. you know, even when we argue with each other over certain things, there's still a lot of, a lot of fun to it, you know, and uh, yeah, I like, do think I may that be that... complaining a little, but it's not because I don't like the show. It's because I love the show. Yes, and that's what's perfect. I love it. I love hearing that. Um, I do think that Doc needed to light up some seaweed. I didn't even <laughs> think of that, and there was a missed opportunity there. Call. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to. That was my whole yeah. So yeah, I did yeah. too. So I don't know if you if you caught it or not. When we were talking to Dan, I believe I, I threw out my my Christmas episode uh, idea. So oh, Doc God. is separated from the rest of the group in the winter time or something like that, and he finds a zombie that just happens to have on a Santa costume, and he needs the extra warmth. Where he puts that on, and then he finds this little settlement of kids who are all by themselves because you know 
Um, like the kids from Mad Max uh, Beyond Thunderdome <laughs> because oh, their parents that. are dead. Yeah, and he goes in there and they go, oh, my God, it's Santa. And he plays Santa and, you know, helps them survive some zombie attack or something. But that's my Christmas episode. And then everybody shows up and they're all like, the Christmas spirit's here. And, you know, happy go feel feel good episode. Meanwhile, I, I pitched Amazing thing. it should be a cult oh. at Christmas. A cult around Christmas. So cultists waiting for Santa to save them from Camp Northern Lights. That's my thing. Oh, I love that. That's also very, very, very funny. But but Russell has to play Santa. <laughs> They're like it. It's the most perfect thing that I've ever heard in my life. Oh my gosh, Santa! Why are you so skinny? It's the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I was cracking up because every time that I think about this show, this these are things that happen when I'm thinking about Z Nation. Like we had um, a Santa run that was by here, and they had like 400 people dressed up as Santa Claus running a 5K run. And I'm thinking, what happened if all those people turned into zombies? We'd have all these zombie Santa just going out through the nation. <laughs> <laughs> just that is hilarious. Things well, like that. The bus full of. Um, Abraham Lincoln's on the show last year. Well, it's so it too much, happen. and it oh god. But I would love them to like lean into a holiday special. Do you know what I mean? Maybe like, oh, definitely. But, like give us kind of just even like a like a side episode where it's just like there. Well, let's take a second from the mission and let's go full holiday episode like storybook. Like open the pages of the storybook and we see like and then Doc. I think that would be. Very fun. A flashback episode in the smart. future. We know they're yeah, all safe, and they're telling about a, a thing that happened. We'd have like <laughs> old man five K yeah. telling a story about what happened in the past. I love it. Done. I'm in. <laughs> you guys have to write it. Okay, we can we can do that. We'll make that happen. Get you in that writer's room. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I will go out any point in time you want me. I'm good. I'm there. I know, right? You should. And, Absolutely. And it's like, if we ever do a Christmas uh, episode, we'll have to fl- we will have to get you out here. And I'm like, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to zombies yet. Or what? Uh-uh. We're going to get you to be zombies next season. There's no if, buts about it. We're going to get you out there. there you have to be. It's too fun. It's like zombie summer camp. Hey, I'd love to do it. We could yeah. podcast. Yeah. Right we'll do a, we'll do a, a live on, on screen podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I want y'all to do it. Nope. I'm too claustrophobic. I couldn't deal with the makeup. I'm I would good. just be like, ah, get it off me. Oh, you, you I'm, just have, I'm, like, I am a horrible, horrible. Uh, I have horrible claustrophobia. Like I, yeah. you know, I get on planes and I have to, you know, take a pill before I get on the plane. Yeah. I have really bad. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and like one time, well, like that's not like, good for you. I want to die if there's ever like some kind of chemical outbreak and we have to wear like the little face mask because I can't put that thing over my head. I just like I can't do it. Yeah, and but, you're like, that's it. I'm gonna take I'm the chemicals. Instead of- <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> See you guys on the <laughs> other side. No. Yeah, I cannot I do like too. face mask and stuff. I can't. I can't do it. I just like, oh, it's so it's so horrible. Well, my thing. It's my thing about if, if an apocalypse were to happen right now, I would lose my contacts and I'm super blind without them. Like, how would I would survive? Like, I'd have to go from, like, optometrist to optometrist <laughs> trying to find my contacts. And that's, that's, that's where Sarah would go. She would be able to see, and then she would just die from, from lack of vision. <laughs> I already figured out how I would die in the apocalypse or how I would survive the apocalypse, one of the two. I have really bad allergies and like mm-hmm. I cannot deal with pine or anything like that. So what it would be is just me breaking into Walgreens looking for Zyrtec. <laughs> I would even looking for food. It would just be like, where's the floaties? Where's the Zyrtec? <laughs> that can't deal with this. Just go to Walgreens. That's fine. Close it up yeah. and just. Get our contacts from a pharmacy and our Zyrtec, and we'd be okay. Yeah, Yeah. I think we clarified (laughs) since I do all the running and the working out and all those crazy runs that I do that I'm pretty much going to trip over a curb and die like on day one just from being clumsy. (laughs) But not from a zombie. It's going to be like a crack of your neck or something. Yeah, no, it's it's totally going to be my fault. I'm just going to be like, oh, (laughs) and just fall. (laughs) She's already said she's going to die because she's in So. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I told you guys about where we're going to go if this happens. My my best friend in college, her parents are both doctors. They live in Oregon on the top of a hill, on the bottom of the hill in this huge home. The bottom of the hill is a river. And then uh, on the other side of her house is a bullet factory. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so that's where we're going to go. We're going to go to the top of this house with two doctors where there's running water from the river and bullet factory. And we are going to be fine. That's where we, <laughs> that's where we are going to live. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a good plan to me, actually. Right? I will be heading out that way. That's where we'll go. We got a couple states to go, but I'll be heading that way. So, yeah, and you'll run and you'll trip and you'll die. Exactly. (laughs) See, the zombie apocalypse that happened in all of a sudden Spokane, Washington would be completely overwhelmed with Z Nation fans all gathering together. (laughs) (laughs) And half of them will be in makeup. You won't know which are real zombies, which are humans made up as zombies. Yeah. And they're all like, Zona's around here somewhere. Where's Zona? <laughs> Where's Warren? Perfect. We're looking for Warren. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. It's so good. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I have to get going, but um, this is a, a pleasure, and I love chatting with you. You're the smartest, and it's you're my favorite. Well, thank That's you it. so much for coming and talk thank with you. us about the end of the season. Yeah, of yes. course. And we love the holidays. Yeah, I can't wait for season five. And we're going to bombard them to get you back. Yeah. Yes. So right? everybody listening, <laughs> I'll go out on Twitter and do hashtag Z Nation. Bring Sarah Coates back. There you go. That's just how it needs to happen. <laughs> just, I mean, I bring so much. <laughs> Oh, you guys are my favorite. Thank you. It's now become like a game more than like I really, you know, I'm just like, how many times can I force the TV show to bring me back on? And how many times can I die? <laughs> it's a good challenge. It's it's, it's, you know, it's a perfect, perfect challenge for that. You know, it's, and I, I love it. It cracks me up and it's so good. Um, I actually just did with who played, um, oh God, what are they called? The Johnsons? Mm-hmm. Yes. On mm-hmm. in the last episode, um, David Hogan was one of those, and I just filmed a horror movie that he directed mm-hmm. called The Parish. So you guys should definitely look out for that. I've been tweeting a lot about it, but it's going to be um, very scary, and I think something definitely Z Nation fans will like. Awesome. Um, and my character's funny. I'm the comedic relief <laughs> in the. <laughs> in the movie so you guys have to look out for that so it's a little z nation family thing but awesome um other than that just follow me on twitter and we'll chat i love chatting and i love talking about theories about the show and the characters and yeah and all that no definitely we'll go ahead and wrap this up real quick here so how can people follow you on the twitter and the instagrams <laughs> oh absolutely on the instagrams um on the instagrams i'm at Scotty, so it's S C O A T E S Y, and on Twitter at just S L Coates, S L C O A T E S. Um, you'll just see a lot of pictures of my dog. Yes, and <laughs> that's basically it. What, my what? dog and Lindsay Nation stuff. So yeah, a lot of Rubens out. It's there. a great place to be. A lot of Rubens. He is my best friend. I know we've talked about it every time, but I totally with him every day, and we're becoming the same person. We're both grumpy, we're both sleepy, and we like to eat. <laughs> so, Rhiannon, how can people find you? com. You can see a list of all of my books on there. Some of them are free. You can read them for free. And, um, by the way, uh, The Living Dead Boy now has a script and a director, and they're thinking about uh, going and casting it and everything early next year. So, fingers crossed that that moves forward. Awesome. Yes. Susan? Well, you can find me over at Geek Girl Soup, and we recently uh, borrowed your other co-host, Brad, um, and talked about The Last Jedi, and we're, we're gearing up for our Soupy Awards coming soon. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me over at purefandom.com. I do some uh, podcasting stuff over there, too. We cover a bunch of other sci-fi shows that are happening. 
and we enjoyed that. We're getting ready to kick off Magicians because it comes back in January, so we got that. And I'm I'll probably have an interview with somebody later on about some horror movie that's coming out. I'm pretty positive I can probably make that happen. Is she blonde and has a dog? <laughs> yeah, she she has a dog. So yeah, Good. We'll, cool, 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 cool. And, Absolutely, and we can get David Hogan on there too. We'll, awesome. we'll do the whole fam. Definitely. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that and, and pimp that out for you. That's we love doing that stuff. Yay. So there you go. Those are the best. Yes. Happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays. You too. Holidays. Yay! All right, thank you. I'll talk to you later. Okay, talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Susan, you want to give mercy? Well, we're all giving mercy today. Oh, yes. We, we were, were nowhere, nowhere near, near Black, Black Rainbow. Rainbow. Thanks, science. <laughs>